Welcome to Rod Sands. I'm reading my radio voice because that means I've got something really important to say. Today's show is brought to you by Bob Ross, The Joy of Painting. Yeah, we're here in the studio today with Ron and Darth. We're going to have ourselves a good time. We'll show them how to do a couple paintings. Glad to have a show dedicated for me. Thanks, boys. <laughs> it's funny that you make Bob Ross sound like the fucking gay guy on Family Guy. It is. If you listen to him, he sounds like it. I don't find it. He, he's more calming. He does. You, you point out the things that sound like you're like, I'm just going to create this little tree here. Just let it fall off my brush. You, know? <laughs> you make him sound like him, though, but really, he's always just That's like... That's what he's saying, though. He sounds like it. That could have been the basis for that guy. I just... Bob Ross, to me, like, growing up when I was fucking... You we know, like younger. Six, oh, oh, yeah, six we or younger. seven years old or whatever, flipping through PBS, you know, because you always <laughs> flip by it. You never stop on PBS. <laughs> Why would you? There's nothing on there ever worth watching. That, that was the channel you were supposed to be watching. That's the channel where you realize that they're broke and they have. They always want your pledge. <laughs> they always it. send us your pledge. I never knew what that meant. It's always a pledge show. Is that why you never stopped? Mom, why do they want us to send that can of fucking lemon cleaner that's inside the fucking cupboard? Why do they want that for? Do they have dirt, dirty desks over there or something? Send us your pledge. They're going to sell it. <laughs> but no, I don't know. But yeah, they always want your money. It's always like... Uh, Public, what's that public, what do they call it? Public broadcast. Public broadcasting. <laughs> Detroit Edison, public broadcasting. It's where Wayne's World was. Yes. <laughs> right? You gotta get on TV. Yeah, well. It's how anybody can get on. So Bob Ross was on Wayne's yeah. World level fucking public access television. Somehow we could get on PBS. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a different world now. Yeah. It's way before the, it predates YouTube, but it, it was just awesome. This guy was an artist. He had a big ginger afro. It literally was the biggest, reddest afro ever. And you watched it. I have it here. You think they had makeup before that show to like fix him up, or is he just getting right in there and painting? Because he looks the same all the time. <laughs> he he's sounds so... like he's stoned. No, he has to be. <laughs> he has to. How do you set such a calming mood? It's so, it's so wonderful to watch it. It is. He's very calming. I, I fucking can't even believe it. Like the fact that he's just sitting there, like I'm just gonna take the little fan brush here, and uh, I think a tree lives here. All right, I'm gonna put. And I think I, I think he has a friend living with him right here too. Because I, I like you know like in real life I like to have friends. So the trees like to have friends too. I'm sure. But <laughs> you know he's got a burnt little lumber bush beside him. <laughs> burnt lumber. He's got all the names. <laughs> he's got all the paints on there. Always. A little mountain. A little mountain <laughs> in the background here. <laughs> Make sure you always go with the grain. If you do that, then you'll always have a good paint. It's your world. <laughs> yeah. You do whatever you like. I could make all my decisions here. <laughs> yeah. Show me all my decision. Now, where do you want that now? Just go for it. <laughs> the near world, you can do whatever you want. This is all very empowering. I watch it and I feel like I take on the world this guy's creating. And it actually looks like. And he doesn't even have any music or anything. It's just him. He's just talking very somber and very, very low. It don't, you don't need music. It's just no. you hear the brush strokes. <laughs> David Blaine. Twice that is oh, like David Blaine. <laughs> And then David Blaine. I think it's because I said magic is coming off his brush. Instantly I thought of David Blaine. That's great. I was going to say, it's like a cartoon when he's just painting the background. It's, it's completely painting a picture. He's just wiping it on, but it's painting a picture. You don't even realize that the white strokes he just put on there is the most beautiful river you've ever seen. It doesn't even look like that until he draws some dirty brown banks on with his putty knife. Right? Like, then all of a sudden the water comes alive and... It's the best looking thing you've ever seen. But he just put a couple paint strokes on like it was nothing. Before I ever saw Bob Ross, I always thought of painters as being fucking over the top faggy French guys with like little tin brushes doing their fucking pictures of a bowl of fruit or something, right? Oh no. I know. 
<laughs> now Did I got you just Ross. <laughs> hey, at least he's not fucking French, but he's like he's there with his afro and he's like he is. Maybe he just learned that accent. He's like, yeah, I, I live in North Carolina now, but but he was originally from Quebec. He <laughs> was like, did I buy a Rosalind? <laughs> did I buy a Roussel? <laughs> I definitely have been enjoying the episodes here, though. It, it, it was something that I did want to see again because that was something from my childhood that I remembered. That, that seemed to be very comic for, for some reason, and it still is. That's the thing when about, we watch it here, it's, it's still very awesome. That's the thing about pirating on the internet is like you literally can download whatever you want to watch. So you, you think back, you're like, man, what was something? That's what I did with this. I was like, man, when I was a kid, I used to love... I hated how when I'd flip by, I'd see Bob Ross halfway through his painting. And I'm like, oh, man, I just wish I could watch it from the beginning. And I always hoped there was another one on after, and there never was. So I was mad. I don't even know if I would have remembered his name was Bob Ross if you didn't show it. Like, I just say the painter guy, right? Everybody knows who it is. Yeah, the painter with the afro, he's all calm. You say that, that's all you gotta say, he's really calm. That's it. You know who it is. What's it? Oh, yeah, yeah, he does the sceneries, right? Yeah, only. Only. He <laughs> doesn't do anything else. Do you think he does other stuff? Can he do other stuff, or is he just painting that? Like, does he not want to show off the bread and butter? Is that just a simple, basic? Imagine if all he ever did other than sceneries was, like, dicks. <laughs> <laughs> You just that you go to Bob Ross's house and you walk in and it's just like one awesome portrait of a dick after the next. You're just like, geez, Bob, I didn't really realize that's such a thing for dicks. Well, I would they be art of being elegant? Yeah, yeah. elegant. Would, would it be an elegant wiener? Just a tiny dab like that. Now for the hills. Palette knife or fan brush? Fan brush. No contest. Use the fan brush. More Thorazine. Fan brush. Yes. Good call. That's nice. And down here, I think we'll have to put... Hmm. A happy little tree. A happy little tree! A happy little tree. Yes! I love you, man! You wouldn't get too involved in that program. I saw one time there was this book. It was like artsy shots of vaginas. Like a whole bunch of different vaginas, <laughs> really? right? Yeah, and they were trying to show that they were all different... Some of them like were like shaved ones and some were shaved. Ones. Some were like salt and peppery. Some of them had like landing strips. Yeah, some okay. of them were like lippy. Ones, yeah. Some of them were not lippy. Some of them were heavy on the clit. Some of them were like, you know, like smorgasbord of a cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a bowl of sugar crisp. <laughs> Can't get enough of that sugar crisp. But like, smelled like a sugar crisp is a great cereal, but it does look like a bowl of vaginas. <laughs> you have to admit, right? <laughs> Or assholes, whichever. They're just like little, these little vaginas. If you pick one up and study it, I don't know if I just had like, but everything looks like a vagina. vagina fetish? I used to draw vaginas a lot. <coughs> on my like... Would you put the legs in? I would just draw what I thought a vagina looked like. I never knew. I just, it would always start with like a, a weird like oval shape. <laughs> Two holes in the slit. <laughs> Never do the clit. You don't even you don't even discuss. No, you don't even know like what is. All you have to do is put two side legs on, and then you There's know what it is. There's a clit. What do you mean? Most women are out there. Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> now we always wondered why in high school all the chicks dated older guys. Because oh yeah, you once you're past now. 25, yeah. you know what a clit is. <laughs> Big vagina. Gigantic vagina. What? Biggest vagina known to man. Huge. It's gigantic. 
gigantic. So why is she going around making this accusation? Because maybe she's afraid that you'll find out she has a big vagina. Why would she even do that? I don't even know. Nipping it in the bud. How dare she? I'll tell you what. I bet you there's a ton of guys out there who've been labeled with small penis. I bet you 50%. It's the vagina, isn't it? And it's the big vagina. Yeah. Think of it biologically. Why should there be as many big vaginas as there are small penises? Right? These big vagina ladies are getting away with murder. Kids Kids. Kids. <laughs> well, we say because we're younger. 30, so anything like in their early 20s, I'd call a kid now. And they're not yeah, really kids. Which is, which is you awful. Know, like, you know, I get flack for dating in my early 20s, in, in their early 20s sometimes, and it's like, you know what? That's a young adult. I don't, I don't think that's, I deserve yeah, that's, what that's I okay. get for, for doing that. Fuck you, man. Like, it's okay to talk. You said I was dating like a 17-year-old. Well, then you can call me whatever you want. That's, that's absolutely wrong. You know what I mean? 17. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's way too young. But then people are like, oh, I have a 20-year-old daughter. Well, what, you don't think she's out getting laid? Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. They're just not telling you, right? Yeah, exactly. Why is it so perverted? And why is it so wrong that a 20-year-old gets... Laid by a 30-year-old. What's the difference? Why is age always coming to it? Why does that always have to be a factor? At At what point does it not become a factor anymore? Like, when can you turn it off? Is 25 the legit? Because it's dating anybody? No, no, I think it's what it is, is because when they... Society thinks that when you're 30, you're kind of like the adult, right? You're supposed to make the choice to not go pick up somebody who's 20 years old, right? They but pick us that, up! Yeah. <laughs> you don't turn them down. Aren't they, more, like, I don't say more attractive, but a younger person is obviously nicer looking than an older... We don't pass. I, I'm not going to pass. But a 20-year-old, 21-year-old, 22-year-old chick, me at 33, wants to fucking hook up. It's all good in the hood, son. Good in the hood with 19 with me. <laughs> yeah. Old enough to go into drinking the bars and be, you know, that's, it's, it's fine. You're old enough to go out. Hey, I didn't say anything about your decision making. <laughs> you ever say, you ever say something in bed that like derailed sex? Like, derailed just, it? Like, like, you know, like that Seinfeld episode where he's like, he says something too dirty or whatever. Something about like, she's talking about her she panties. Leaves. Yeah, she's talking about her panties and he's like, you know, like the panties your mother laid out for you. And she's just like, what the fuck does that mean? You know, like, did you ever go like, your dirty talk is so lame that you take it to somewhere where it shouldn't be? I, I've never had a so lame like that. I've done some pretty lame things. I have. Really? You gotta think what? Like what? What do you got? What do you got? I'll tell it. One of the lamest things ever, the chick tells me she wants me to come on her, which is obviously to nail her in, hose her down, right? Yeah, she wants it on her. Yeah, she wants it on her, right? So what do I do? I turn around and fucking beat my dick off on her. Oh, like instantly? In, yeah, I turn around and just fucking whack off. Took, took me like five minutes. Beat it off on her. So she meant. Like, she, <laughs> she, she, meant she obviously bitch. wanted to get laid, but I didn't lay her at the time because I was thinking about another dude that she'd done at my work, which was a huge loser. And he was telling me about laying her, and she was like a big layabout. Right. And that's what she was doing. So that's the only thing I could think about in my mind. So she tells me she wants me to come on her, so I'm just like, I can't sleep with her, so I turn around and I beat off on her. <laughs> that's awesome. That's the worst thing it's ever. A bit, it's I can't even believe I'm telling it. Well, no, that's funny. It's, <laughs> that's it's terrible. It's one of the sets retarded. Who the fuck does that? Afterwards, I'm like, that, wow, that was, that was fucking ridiculous. I'm like, I bet you she thinks I'm the biggest fucking retard ever. She's like, wow, she took that, he took that literally, literally like, in the moment. Literally, right there. I bet yeah. eventually, like, yeah, yeah. I get an enemy, and like, she's in the moment, she's like, yeah, man, I just want you to come on me. Yeah. Like, oh, you do? <laughs> Hold on one second. <laughs> Give me a minute. 
Give me a minute. Well, I did. And she's in the probably not going to be like, I, I didn't mean now. I meant like after you fucked me a minute. Please, please stop that. Stop that. Oh, why'd you stop? Because she knows it's game over once that guy's dead. And that's the other thing. Why is it always that, right? Like, my, I'm not Wolverine. My rejuvenative powers aren't aren't that quick. Like, I need some time. I need to Give 15 minutes. I, I, you have a 15 minute turnaround? <laughs> a chicken really help out. If you finish and she really gets on that again and yeah. you let her get on it and she's blowing you or whatever, whatever. she's doing get, to, get it, it on. to the extreme if you get back on it yes you can get hurt again it will just just keep doing it until bad. it's hard again I feel bad it will, I but... feel like shame I don't want to be like do you think you could get it do you think you can recharge my batteries yeah that's shameful after be like hey, but whatever hey if you want seconds fucking you know where to get it <laughs> right fucking I'm clearly done but do you feel like the guy who's waiting there with back. his knife and fork at the buffet table so they can fill up the steam tray Whatever, she wants it that bad. You can just keep eating her again or something. But something like that. Down. Yeah, there's, there's, there's other methods. Hey, you remember like Sunday Night Sex with Sue, which was such a great fucking... Sue Johansson? Yeah. Sue Johansson was, was the best show on television because she was a fucking was 70... Just old and filthy and would say anything. What is yeah, she, like, she was in her 70s and she was a sex therapist. Like Dr. Ruth, but Canada's Dr. Ruth, I guess. Canada's Dr. Ruth. She would say anything. It was weird to hear an old lady say anything. I always thought it was funny. Like She'd say syphilis shit like a... Like a list, like syphilis, and I'm like, she'd have a fucking great old conversation. Imagine like you're her grandchild, and she's like, oh fuck my grandma, did she just say syphilis again? That's like, imagine like his friends are at a party and they're playing a drinking game with Sue Johansson's TV show, and every time she said gonorrhea or syphilis, they had to take a drink. And he said, that's my grandma, man. Fuck, you look here, and your grandma fucking tells everyone how to give blowjobs. Why should the always have to play the drinking game in my fucking grandma's show? <laughs> fucking turn it, all right? Let's just drink. She, I remember she's like a seven-year-old woman telling how you have to give proper head is by using lots of moisture. She'd say it all fucking different. Get lots, get lots of moisture in there. She's like, this old lady's talking about slime falling. You like literally on her show, and it's like so in such a clinical way that it's like natural and all this stuff. <laughs> it's not, but it's terrible because it's coming from an old lady. You take just the head into your mouth. That's it. Okay. And you drool great quantities of saliva down the shaft of the penis and then you take your dainty little hand and you grip the penis and you coordinate hand-mouth movement. Why? I gotta put so much lube on it. Do you even want that much lube on it? I don't like that. No, why? You if don't it's starting to get like, on my, my sack, I don't want that, no. <laughs> you're blowing me, you're not giving me a fucking hand job. You don't need to lube it up so much, right? Like, what, what the fuck's with all the lube? It's in your mouth. Isn't it lube the mouth? I never said anything really to derail sex, but I know that certain times, like, it's touching touch and go, right? Like, yeah, you, don't, you, don't, you don't know really. Like, I'll say something like, uh, you know, like I remember texting some girl and calling her tidy in the no texting, and then I, and then I got a text back saying like, "Don't call me tidy." And then you feel awkward. Like, Don't call me tidy. It's like haughty and sexy and baby is okay, but tidy—that's a direct correlation to their vagina. They don't like that. Yeah, so, I guess that's not. It's apparently not kosher. So stuff like that. But I mean, I've said like. I, I know girls that don't like to, to the word pussy, so if you say the word pussy, that can sometimes derail something if you say pussy and they don't like that word. You don't know, right? Yeah, you don't know. It's like... What do you use then? You can't say vagina. Is vagina funny because you're using the real term? I don't want to say vagina in the middle of the act. It's so like, you know, put my penis in your vagina. Oh, you it's can't... Also, no, it's... Why you gotta sexy. say anything? Well, like why you gotta talk. say anything? Just fucking turn around. Isn't that enough? Turn the fuck around. It's going one of your holes. Fucking, it, does it matter which one? Yeah, I don't Take know. Take a pick, right? Fuck, turn around. I don't gotta say. 
turn around and I'm going to insert my penis into your vagina. <laughs> I like people say vagina. You just yeah. said a lot of people say vagina. I hear that a lot too. A lot and a lot of people say it. It's like, it's not Virginia. You <laughs> know, my lady's vagina comes from Virginia. It's made in the USA. <laughs> can't believe my English is being corrected by the Frenchman. <laughs> yeah, I know. So. Virginia! Inappropriate places to have conversations. Number one. <laughs> Ron's bedroom. <laughs> Where we just so happen to be doing this fucking show. Yeah. In my bedroom. Yeah, when your dad comes in. It derails the whole thing. That yeah. was fucking terrible. I was mad there for a second. Ah, yeah. We were we were starting the show. Yeah. And then I don't have an on-air light, so it's not like people know <laughs> not to come in. So fucking... All of a sudden I get, hey, I'm home, and I'm just like, I'm podcasting right now! I turned in the lights, I'm Get out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> oh, sorry, fellas. And the weird part is I feel empowered because my dad lives with me. So it's kind of like it's gone full circle. He's moved into my apartment. Mind <laughs> yeah. you, he pays for more of it than I do, so I can't say much about that. But this is still your place. It's my place. This is your place. Yeah. Principal, that's what yeah, it's for sure. He's moving with me. <laughs> I didn't move back in with my parents. So made him feel bad a little bit, then we started fresh. <laughs> I was on to something. Or were we just talking about? Yeah. I was on to something. I was going to say, we were talking about something. Got derailed. With your dad coming home again. I know. How does he spoil it twice? Inappropriate places to have conversations. Oh. It was that whole thing. This fucking room. The shitter! <laughs> what? what? <laughs> the shitter, yeah. It's happened yes. to me, it's happened to everybody. When there's a place where, if you're in a stall next to somebody yeah. having a shit, you shouldn't talk to them. No. Unless no. it's to ask for toilet paper. Oh, no! No, you're no. fucked. You're, you're fucked. Don't you fucking talk to me. What do you do? You don't be an ass and not look when you first go in. How can you use can your hand and wash your hand after? No. no. Like your finger, you just like snip the little bit of turd off and try to rub it with use toilet water and try to rub it clean as clean as you can get until I, you can get to like. Oh man, I guess if you're stuck, you got asked, right? But then fucking. Have you ever had to ask for toilet paper? That's ridiculous. No, That's never, ridiculous. How could you to. ever get in that situation? I checked before. You gotta check. How can you not check? You gotta check. I'll put toilet paper on the public seat. You put it on the seat. I'll put it right on the seat. So how you're can there not be any in there? I just used it to put it you're down. Like the, I can't even sit without fucking putting it on. It's disgusting. You won't drink out of my fucking Pepsi, but you'll park your ass on a gonorrhea fucking infested public seat. That, so we know that big yeah. fat people have put yeah, their sweaty crevice the, all over. Yeah, the people we work with are bad enough that they sit on the same fucking seat, let alone the general public. And yeah, you got fears about drinking out of the same bottle. I remember that there was that joke going around that people said you could get AIDS off of toilet seats. You're not getting AIDS, but you can get some stuff. They say that you can only get AIDS off a toilet seat if you sit down before the guy with AIDS gets up. <laughs> I was taking a drink. I'm a fucking puke. <laughs> That's the one. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what they say. Sweet Clyde laughed derisively at him. <laughs> the first moment you decide to send a picture of your penis out, you've now made a conscientious choice. That Anything on the internet. You don't care who sees, who sees it, it. No. It's or who does it. what. You decided to show it. You showed your dick. It's a picture. It's a picture. It's, it's out there. Picture. You're immortalized. It's official. It's official, and yeah. someone's bound to see it. So one day I may be walking, 
to work and it may be a billboard of my penis. So There's sure. a little boy in Korea beating off to your dick shot. <laughs> right? But that, that's what's going It's out there. Yeah, it's out there. Because you don't know, man. It's like models doing pictures. Right? Are you ever concerned that like one day because like have you ever seen a same face twice in a porno? A lot, like a lot of times, like a random. Well, I guess not. Like, I guess I don't watch enough porno, but like, are you going to run into somebody that you know <laughs> one of these days? Like, be, have you ever run into somebody you know at Fanny's? Like a girl from like school, a yeah, like a high school girl like, that you used to know. Now she's a stripper. That's awkward. That is awkward. I've seen a couple. Oh, I've of never seen that. No, you never seen that. I, I know. I used to work with a girl that, in, like, she used to do wet t-shirt contests, and and like. By day, she's a mild-mannered pharmaceutical technician. <laughs> and by night, she's the wet t-shirt goddess. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's doing it all. And then she'd, like, flash, and everybody would be all loving it and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It got you, around. you have to flash your boobs to win the wet t-shirt contest. you got to do more than just wet tea boobs. <coughs> the girl who flashes <clears throat> takes it home. It's always that. You can take it to the next stage and whip your vagina out. It's not even a wet vagina contest, but if you flash the vagina, you're winning the wet boobs contest. That would be her line. She's like, yeah. if my t-shirt's wet, you should feel my puss. Win! Right you fucking say that in front of a bunch of guys, that's it, yeah. No other whore chicks are going to say that shit. Of course you're going to win. And that's a couple hundred bucks. Why wouldn't chicks just be whores for a night? Those chicks are smart. The ones that get those contests are smart. I've met lots of different kinds of... Uh, Strippers. My dad likes to call them peelers. Peelers. That's yeah. another one. Peelers. Peelers. That's old. We call them rippers. Rippers. Those are in the days where they used to say cooch and box and peelers. It's all those days. Oh, cooch. 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 It's such a bad word. Harry Cooch. It's the red correlation to Harry. A cooch would be Harry. It would right. be for sure. It's like minge. Minge right away, I think of. You know, like the British say minge and gash. Is it a twat, Harry? Uh, twat? What makes me think of labia right away? Labia. Labia. Nah. Landing strip. That's what I always say to people. I'm like, um, I'm hunting the, the, the wild Canadian bald beaver tonight. But Americans even know what you're talking about. Who cares? <laughs> if Americans don't know what I'm talking about, they need to come to Canada and, and fucking check out the wild Canadian bald beaver. Where are other inappropriate places to have conversations? I, li- I like that because it's like, when you're in the stall, I always say that. You ever check to see, like, someone's boots? Someone's boots? Do you, you want to know who's in there? You always want to know, right? Like, you, It's almost like you, you want to make sure that it's like... I don't want to get caught peeking down at their boots when I'm going by the crack in the stall door. Like, we'll meet eyes or something as I'm trying to peek. I always have the fear that I'm going to look down and look at someone else's boots and they're going to be doing the exact same thing at the exact same time. We're going to meet eyes at the bottom of the stall and we're going to be like, oh, hey. at least that's not so bad. <laughs> what do you do? What do you shake? What do you shake hands at that point? Yeah. How's it going, man? Hey, what's going on? My Ron. Just wanted to make sure that you weren't like some crazy guy. Well, how would you be able to tell by my shoes? I don't know, man. Maybe if you were wearing like really crappy work boots, I'd think you were crazy. I'd ask him. Maybe I just was the electrician or something, you know? Were you going to check out my shoes? Because <laughs> that's what I was looking at. Were you trying to look at my dick? Dude, there's no feasible way I could see your dick in this. It's like in the toilet bowl, and I'm looking from underneath. No, I hang mine on top. I've snuck a peek. I don't know why. It's a human nature. Underneath? No, I mean like when you're in a urinal, <laughs> and you're beside somebody. If they're pissing like the like 
at the, the, the appropriate there's an appropriate distance and an appropriate, to, to, to distance, appropriate right? peaking if you distance. start breaking the barrier of what's appropriate to pee in you might be subject to peaks every once in a while you shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could be subject to peak for sure you're almost asking for a peak it's almost like you don't want to pee I'm not gay I don't want to look but then I'm almost looking to be like is he actually could, pissing that far away from the like, Could I see if I wanted to peek? Like, could, how close can I get it to my peripheral before it's in it? Yeah. Like, it's, that, that cock's, like, almost in my line of sight. Like, I could totally <laughs> look at it if I wanted to. Why yeah. is it so far away? Sometimes I don't like getting close to the urinal. You get massive splashback. There's massive yes. splashback. You gotta... Fuck it. I'm a fucking well, down, pants. Down, I know, but... Oh, but even when you piss down... It, You'll get that explosion of down underneath already worse piss that's down there. Vortex going on. The urinal is one of the worst things ever. You gotta there. There's a buffer zone that's somewhere that's appropriate of being too far back and too close. I went to Detroit on a hockey tournament, and I I was in an old arena, Joe Louis Arena, is where the Detroit Red Wings play hockey. And it was time for me to go for a piss. And I was scared because I'm in Detroit and I'm a little small town Canadian boy, right? So I asked my dad, I'm 16 years old and they're in hockey tournament. I said to my dad, like, hey, do you want to come with me to the washroom? I felt kind of weird. I'm like, you know, I just don't want to go along. Yeah, I don't want to get... Heard it's crazy. You know, you hear things of guys like doing crazy shit, right? Anyways, I walk in and this building's so old. You know what the urinal system was? It was like this big, like, I would say 30 to 40 foot tub that was slightly angled so the water is constantly, like, flowing to the one side. And what you do is you walk up to this tub and you just kind of hang your dick over and you piss in it. It's like a bathtub. Just weighing it in. So it's almost like you just stand wherever. There's no real like stall or you just kind of stand. It's like wherever a vomit. open. Reminds me of like these Rome, Roman vomitoriums where like they'd go and you know like they had those in the Roman days, right? There'd be a bunch of dudes just standing. They would eat so much fucking food and they want to make more room for food, so they'd go into gluttony. They'd go vomit in a vomitorium. Like the Romans, the crazy. Well, did you see a guy shitting on the side of that? Well, no, they had the stalls for shitting, but if you wanted to piss, you had to walk up to this long, forty-foot tub, and so like you'd be peeing, and the water is all yellow. Huh. Like it's all like, huh. just because huh. like, it's like a it's like a giant backed-up urinal. That so you think we have, yeah, thousand people have been pissing in. You think we have it bad with the urinal? That's bad. Like, that's go to Detroit and piss in some fucking. Piss in a fucking trough. It's a trough. It's literally a trough. To There's a trough. Pit. Here you go. This is like the lowest of the low. It was awful. We're already treating you like savages in here. I was My friend and I got completely plastered. And I heard you were passing out in your chair. I got sick at my seat. At my seat in the arena. On the floor. Like you just vomited there? Right there. Did anyone notice? Oh yeah. People in front of me, people behind me, people beside me. (laughs) Yeah, people noticed. Yeah, they noticed. Uh, No, it wasn't so bad. It was like... Beer. It was liquid beer. beer. And then then I got up to go to the bathroom, which is one of the funniest stories that Tay likes hearing, but... My most shame ever if I <laughs> run into the bathroom, right? Well, going to the bathroom, right? I know I'm going to be more sick, right? So I go to the bathroom, and this is in the Montreal arena. Walk down, and as you said, like the other arena, it's fucking not very nice and pleasant in there. So you get in this big, open, wide space, and it's all just urinals, and there's a couple stalls. 
right in the opening door. Like, I'm barely out of the hallway of the arena, into the bathroom. You can see in, right? Like, there's people funneling into the bathroom. All over the floor right there. Just right there, heave it. <laughs> Didn't even make it to a toilet or nothing. 50 people there. A big pile of vomit fucking just looking at me. Fucking stagger into the bathroom. <laughs> Boom, kick open the fucking stall door, go in there to puke some more. The stall was so fucking disgusting. I had to come out and go to another stall. Oh, because it was just decimated. The toilet and the whole thing was so gross. There's no way I was drunk enough to not leave. (laughs) I knew enough to be like, that's so disgusting. I gotta go to the next one. People are laughing. I can hear them laughing. I kick open the door. Boom. I come out. I go into the next stall. People are like, (laughs) you can hear people laughing. I just defile that stall. Oh, that's awesome. The one, the first stall was so gross. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I couldn't, like, even, I couldn't even puke in it, Ron. I couldn't even puke in it. That's how bad it was. I so went out to puke like, in something without better. Without getting into too much detail, was it like just like murky water and lots of toilet paper, or like what? what, what the whole thing was messed. Like somebody had already <laughs> puked into my. Oh, somebody had already beaten me to the job. So I did the next one. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I could hear people laughing, which is the funniest part because. Uh, I literally puked right on the floor in front of 50 people. Boom! Kick open the stall and... I couldn't do it. It was so gross. <laughs> How is that so bad that I can't puke in there? I just puked in front of everybody on the floor. I gotta leave and go to a new stall? It makes total sense to me because if you're in jet puke mode like you, you were, clearly... But I'm not gonna puke you and go! You're not gonna go puke in somewhere you were concerned about... Oh, this is gross! You were concerned about urinal backsplash. I don't know if that's the kind of. I'm not backsplash. getting on my knees. I was just standing there straight up, just fucking falling. Her. That's obviously what it happened. When I'm at home and I'm like really sick from drinking too much, I take my shirt off. I like hug the bowl. Like I'm on my knees. Because that's your toilet. You yeah. can hug your own toilet. You know what you do to it. Yeah. You know what you do, right? But fucking, you don't do that to a public one. I'm not getting down <laughs> at all. I'm, I'm wearing a fucking you- goddamn hundred twenty dollar t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> fucking not puking up. So on that, I'm going to fucking wrap it up. For this week, I had Darth in here. You rarely ever get a Ron and Darth episode. So yeah, individually. We're going to bring it, and we, we thought we'd bring it. And brought to you by Bob Ross, as always. He's always going to create a little world. <laughs> you know what? I love being in the studio with you guys. <laughs> Ron Sense, baby.